get a little, you know what I'm saying? Let me get a little. Uh. <laughs> Niggas been thirsty. <laughs> Niggas thirsty. Oh shit, we recording? <laughs> yes, sir. Welcome back to another edition of the Socially Distant Podcast, aka the hottest pod in the streets. I'm your host, Gabe, here with two very special people. You know, I got Josh here. What's up, Josh? What's up, What's up, I got Kayla here. What's up, Kayla? Not much. Okay, okay. We got a great episode for y'all this week. We got a lot to get to. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep it two Virgils this week. That's what we're doing. We're keeping it two Virgils <laughs> this week. We got two Virgils off in the first minute. <laughs> you feel me? I had to <laughs> I had to get the two Virgils off in the first minute, bro. But um, before we before we uh get into our, our Corona update, you know what I'm saying? We got one for y'all. We're going to let Kayla take the floor because she has some things that she wanted to address. You know what I'm saying? So, Kayla, take it away, right. my good sis. <laughs> so, I mean, I literally just wanted to say something because after we dropped our sophisticated ratchetry episode, um, we all kind of got some backlash from someone <laughs> about it. Um, we obviously did not say his name for obvious reasons i feel like in our opinion we thought that was the smartest thing to do um but no apparently we're bullies and we're in high school for trying to be nice and not say his name and call him out on the pod um so that just it didn't sit right with me i don't know if y'all have any commentary for the situation that happened i know you did but I don't know if you want to chime in at all, because that shit was just a little ridiculous. Um, obviously, you know what I'm saying. Um, when we when we record, you know what I'm saying. I we not trying to hurt anybody. You know, we just here to have fun and um talk shit. Someone you know what I'm saying. The wrong way. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you take it the wrong way, obviously we can't tell you how to feel. Um. But whatever we say on here, like, I'm not going to edit it out. Um, I only edit the podcast for uh, quality purposes and not content. So whatever we say is what we say. And we're going to stand on it. Because we trying to um, be mean. But, like, yeah, no. he just, never, I get, like, that he could be, like, a little upset. I completely get that. But the fact that he came at... I think what did he text Josh first and then you, or did you text him? I have no idea. Oh, I was sleep. I was sleep, okay. so I just woke up. I just woke up to it. To be to honest, all that but, shit. Um, okay, yeah. yeah. So like the fact that he came at Josh the way he did, like that's not something a grown man does. Like now you're the one acting like you're in high school, not us. Like we didn't say your name on the pod for again obvious reasons because we were trying to be nice, but. I mean, I have full permission to say his name. I really don't know if I want to give him that satisfaction now and say his name. So, yeah, for sure. Um, I like I said, like we we stand on whatever we say here. Um, we all we all had to back each other up in one instance so far. Like I had to back Gib up for saying something. Gib had to back me up for saying something. Yeah. Now yeah. we just backing Kayla up. So anything yeah. we say, yeah, the for pod. sure. Because obviously if he came at us like a little differently about the situation, if he was like, hey, I know you guys were talking about me in that one part of the episode, 
I would just appreciate it if you guys like didn't talk about me or if you did like, at least just say my name, uh, whatever, and left it at that. Talk about that situation or something, yeah. Like the bro, fact that like, he was like really came in on some disrespectful shit, but <laughs> that's what, like that's what my man it did. Was, it was fucking rude. It was the, yeah, it was disrespectful, bro. He easily like, 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 he's like he wanted smoke from the beginning, bro. He didn't ask. Yeah, her. and he was what did I think it was? I can't remember if it was to Gabe or to me. Josh. Probably. I can't. Probably. Yeah, probably to you. But he said something, and he was like, "Well, you know, like I would fight you guys, but you know how that would go. Like, really." Really, that's your like one of your thoughts is that you want to fight someone over this? Over yeah, acting a little uh, a little silly. <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously, like I was never going to fight nobody over something I said. Like, if no. you got if you got harsh feelings, we could talk about it, but I'm not going. But don't come at us it like is, that. Yeah, it is what it is. At the end of the day, I didn't like, disrespect. I didn't really dis. I didn't really. Bro, I, I'm a human being, bro. I'm I didn't disrespect your family. You know what I'm saying? I'm I, I don't even know. Where I, didn't come. I, I don't think nobody came personal anymore. He made it sound like you weren't. <laughs> I mean, okay. if that's if that's the case, it is what it is. Uh, like I said, I don't got I don't got no bad words to say. Uh, no, nothing no. but love. Because I mean, I, I really talking. had no beef with him like at all. Bro, I was just talking about him. I was just talking about him like how grave a young boy he is the other day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like I had no hard feelings at all towards this kid and like did what I say maybe come off a little harsh? Yes, because drunk Kayla has like no filter at all. It just yeah. comes right out. Yeah, so, for sure. And it wasn't even like I said anything too rude either. So again, like if he wanted to text one of us or well, you guys mainly and be like, hey, I know you're talking about me. Can you just not? Or at least if you're going to talk about me, like say my name, like don't be like that. If he just came at it in a different angle this wouldn't have been an issue but the fact um, that he was like coming at y'all sideways and trying to say that he would fight you guys and whatever like really really obviously obviously that week we was really just trying to get our funnies off you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah no right. harm into nobody we was, just we was drinking fun like casual episode but drinking having a good time bro that's all we was doing but um like i said we we're not going to change up we're not going to change up what we do uh and if it's if it's for you, then it is. Uh and you rock with us, cool. If not, cool. Uh we 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 only want people that rock with us to listen to to listen to the pod at the end of the day, to be honest. Yeah. Like cause cause we 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 rock with y'all, man. So uh I guess I guess we just gonna let that go, move on, uh bury it. Yep. And um I'm done. I'm good. Shit, let's let's get to this corona shit, bro. <laughs> All right, so last Friday we moved to yellow, yellow phase. So that basically means one more step closer. Hold on, me and ice, my fault, yo. <laughs> but um, that mean that mean we one step closer to wearing bars. less and going out more. You feel yeah. me? Fucking so, so uh, basically, like people that like going into work, they just gotta keep following safety orders. Uh, we don't gotta stay at home anymore, even though people haven't been staying at home. Anyway, for like probably the past couple weeks, um, gatherings of more twenty of uh, twenty five people were prohibited. Restaurants and bars, outdoor businesses. I don't know if y'all seen people on y'all snaps outdoors and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I was actually like, I was actually uh, driving back home from West Philly, and um, on my way home is like Chicken and Pete's. Y'all know the one. Mm -hmm. And I saw they had created like a whole outside area. You mm -hmm. feel me? 
and it was it was like it was still like people like sitting close together so i don't know why you just don't open up the inside and just like sit people at every other table or whatever yeah. but but it's that's right. basically um, what it is but just outside like yeah i mean it is what it is though like i guess i guess i mean it's nice enough just, out to where it's like yeah yeah it's like, not bad. this is also the first time something's like this happened so we really wouldn't know how to like open back up the yeah. right way like there's no right way to do this all right, so, then, so then next is the green phase, which basically means like the gyms, the barbers, hair salons, and outdoor restaurants and bars can open. I mean, indoor restaurants can open. Okay. 250 people are allowed in one place, but you still got to follow social distancing. Yo, if I see niggas, okay. if I see niggas at the bar wearing a mask, I'm gonna be crying. <laughs> bro, I'm but, gonna that's it. It's gonna be a wrap. <laughs> bro, you know it's funny. We talking about the coronavirus in like Pennsylvania, and our German and UK listeners do not care about what we talking about right now. Oh shit. Yo, shout out we to our German, listeners. We got German and UK listeners. Yeah, bro. That's what the stats are saying, bro. We got Germany and UK, bro. Man, shout out to y'all, man. If y'all want to fly me out there and get me away from you know, get get fluid out. Yeah, you trying to get fluid out like young, uh, uh, like in Miami, bro. What's the bull? Uh, what's the bull? Brett Brett Fayez, what he said. He said, "What he say, bro? I don't know. Fuck it, it don't matter." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yo, you should you should lead a music course to me, bro. Yeah, that's your shit, bro. <laughs> that definitely is my shit. Um, but oh but wait, let's talk about how how annoying people have been during the quarantine, though. Oh my god! Uh, everything. I, we I, were I just mean, people, talking about this. Yeah, people have already been annoying, especially like where where we live. Like, we we live amongst the whitest of whites, mm-hmm. so it's definitely up there with the top. So like, everything they people. do is just like. Just fucking like, extra, extra as hell. Like these drive-by like parade doing... things are driving me insane, <laughs> bro. Bro, if I what? hear one more like row of cars fucking honk past my house, I, I'm that. That's it. I'm gonna start throwing shit. Like I'm over it. Yeah, I mean, since 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 quarantine basically almost over, we might as well just take the time to like reflect on it. <laughs> you it's feel me, over, bro? What you say? It's definitely over. Almost, almost. We it's light at the end of the tunnel at this point. Spike and we about to be right back in the crash. Hey, no, 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 no. no. We definitely seeing light at the end of the tunnel. I think, I think no matter what happens, they just going, they just going to push us ahead, bro. Like I don't, like they want to get, they want to get stuff open just as much as everybody else do. So they gonna start pushing us ahead. But like, I got stuck behind one of these parades, and and it wasn't, it wasn't like 10, 15 cars, like. It was, a it, whole was the whole, senior, it was the whole senior class from our high school, bro. <laughs> like I'm just I'm just sitting there like and I couldn't I couldn't turn around because I was like in traffic. I couldn't like I couldn't make a turn because the intersection was up there, bro. So I was just stuck, bro. I was hungry. I had my food in the passenger seat. I would start I eating. I just want to start eating. Yeah. yeah, you're tripping, bro. But but you but you know you know how particular I am about eating my food. Like I like to be I like to be home, Comfy. like in front of the screen. Yeah, like I, I want to have my Netflix ready. You know what I'm saying? With the subbies on. I mean, if once I once it's past five minutes, I'm like, all right, fuck it. Like, <laughs> this shit not about the end. 
If I had like chips or some type of side, I would have started picking yeah, it that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was it was honey gross, so like I just had my stir fry and that's it. Mm-hmm. Bro, I would have pulled the little drum out, got the <laughs> got the fork and got 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 to it, bro. And just start grubbing. Yeah. Yo, in the middle of traffic, yo, I'm not gonna lie. I almost I put my chair back. I started to fall asleep. <laughs> that hog would have woke you right up. Yeah, real rap. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. You know how I'll be sleeping, yo. They probably would. Yo. Yeah. Yo, what you doing, cuz? You would have thought you were a crackhead, bro. <laughs> no, real rap. I would have been like, yo, a little dumbass parade had me, you know what I'm saying, here for about an hour. You, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to get some Z's off. They be, they be bugging, bro. Trying to make the most use out of that time. Yeah, bro. You got you to gotta get your rest in where you can fit it in. You feel me? Fuck Absolutely. Dang, bro, I can't get no rest. No. I can't get no rest. No. I can't get no rest and take it out of west. That's crazy. Real niggas don't sleep. I was just trying to take a long blink. Oh, I'm a my long fault. blink. <laughs> you Come sound on, like man. the dads that like fall asleep in the chairs at family. Oh, that's functions. my pops, bro. And he they're always, like, no, 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 I wasn't he sleeping. Always like, talking about how you be getting up early. You were hardcore snoring. Yet. You were sleeping. No, nah, yo, that's definitely that's definitely my pop. Like, I'll be trying to take the remote, <laughs> and like he'd be like, like what that. you doing? I was watching that. No, you wasn't. No, you wasn't. It was watching you. <laughs> oh, Smooth and I sweet. just now, and I just now got confirmation that all white dads got like a list of phrases that they say. Cause like I pulled, I pulled up. Y'all know Ben though. I pulled up the Bens the other day to say hi, uh-huh. and like his dad was coming back, and I was like, "Hey, what's up, Mister Mutz? How you doing?" And then he was like, "Oh, you know, just living the dream." <laughs> I started crying, <laughs> bro. Bro, shout out to the Mutz family, bro. <laughs> Oh my god, <laughs> that was hilarious, bro! Like white dads really got their list of phrases, bro, and they all know. It's all it's. I feel like it's just like white people in general. You forget your keys. Oh, can't go anywhere without these. <laughs> like hands. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla, Kayla, what's your dad's favorites? <laughs> you crying, bro? Oh my god. No. Um, I don't know, cause Jason's not like. I don't know. He's not your typical like white dad. Oh, oh he so he a little gully with his. Yeah, he doesn't really like. Not that he doesn't act white like he does, but I don't know. He's not like your. Oh, he's a cool white. dad. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right, I get it. I get it. <laughs> <clears throat> so we want to we want to move on to to my little my little rant. Your your rant. Go, Go for ahead. it. Go off. All right, so um, over the weekend, you know, uh, I attended I attended a nice a protest. You feel me? It was peaceful. You know what I'm saying? I think I think some changes really. You know what I'm saying on the horizon and everything like that. But um, it was beautiful out there. But you know, over 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 the past week, you know, people people just not seeming seeming to get you know what we trying to get accomplished. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm sure y'all have seen it too. Like it's, it's just been, it's just been sitting poorly on my spirit. So I had to get it off. You know what I'm saying? You feel me right, Kayla? Absolutely. Like so it's just not sitting right in my spirit. So I just wanted to start off. Uh, I had a, I had a list of people that I wanted to address. You know what I'm saying? They might not hear it. They probably it's, won't hear it, but fuck it. I'm going to get it off. List. Yeah. Just go for um, it. 
First, I wanted to start with Drew Brees. Um, I'm, I'm sure y'all saw his little statement that he made that uh, kneeling was disrespectful to the flag, which wasn't even a question. Um, he obviously still does not get why the kneeling took place in the first place. Uh, and then he gave a fake apology. Well, I, I don't know if it was fake, but it's an apology that I just wouldn't trust. Um, it's not like a sincere apology. Yeah, because because like when when you when you make the statement that he that he made and doubled down on it, like said it with his chest on on such a public forum such as Yahoo, like you you see who somebody really is, and mm-hmm. I just I think we saw who he really was, and I'm not about to sit here and call him a racist. You know what I'm saying? Because he has done a lot for the city of New Orleans mm-hmm. and his time in New Orleans. So I'm not yeah. going to call him a racist, but I, I am going to say that, like, it was very tone deaf, very insensitive. As a black man, I don't appreciate um, him him not being well versed in the situation because you had four years. You had four years to learn, you know, what this was about. Um, we... You're 41 years old, so you you pretty much set in your ways, and you expect me to believe that in just three four days, you completely turned a new leaf. And um, I feel like the the time between his teammates uh, making statements saying that like it wasn't right to the time it took them to forgive him, I I thought they gave him too much leeway to be honest. Um, I feel as though, you know what I mean? Like y'all have to work together. Cool. That's that's it. Uh, make it a working relationship. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to show me better than you could tell me. But all that, all that brotherhood shit is dead. Like I, I know how you feel about me for real, for real. At this point, or or what I do. So I, I don't, I don't see like. And to go back to his point about the flag, he said like he had two grandfathers that fought in wars for the flag, but. Black people had uh, grandparents that fought in wars too, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And they they didn't come back to the same America that his grandparents came back to, you know what I mean? They they came back and got sent to the back of the bus. Shit, a a veteran, a black veteran coming back from World War II, Nam, shit, Korea, couldn't come back and wear his uniform around because he would get beat up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's that's not cool, bro. You have to you have to look at it like your grandparents and, and and the white people, they wasn't the only ones. Black people have been fighting wars since American since America has been fighting wars, uh, mm-hmm. which is damn near the Revolutionary War. They let slaves fight in the war, and they said we would give you your freedom in exchange for helping us, you know, take down the British. They didn't get their freedom. Black slaves also fought in the Civil War. They happened to get their freedom because the Union won the war. But I guarantee you, if they would have fought for the Confederacy and the Confederacy won, we would still be slaves. You feel what I'm saying? You're not wrong. So I just feel like you got to you got to know better. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you should know better. You play in a league that's 70 percent black. Exactly. You you have to know your audience. Yeah. And and for you not to know what the kneeling was about doesn't sit right with me because you have four no. years to learn you were what, in what the it was league about. that oh my god and this 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 kind of brings me to a more a, a broader point that everybody who who didn't who didn't listen 
All you had to do was listen and you would know that the kneeling was about something bigger than the flag. Nobody was worried about the flag. Actually, if you paid attention, you would know that the kneeling was the more respectful way to protest. Mm -hmm. Because kneeling in, in military terms actually represents uh, showing respects to a fallen soldier. This is coming from a Green Beret who actually spoke with Cap about what he was doing. So that's that's my issue with Drew Brees. And which brings me to Laura Ingraham, the Fox News, uh, whatever she do on Fox News, I don't even care. She she another one of these caring ass bitches. You feel me? Um, a few years ago when LeBron and KD were talking about social issues, she told them to shut up and dribble. But now all of a sudden, Drew Brees allowed to have an opinion. What, what happened to shut up and dribble, Laura? Huh? You, that that's a little little suspicious to me, a yeah. little bit a little bit racist to me. If if we want to be if we want to keep it too we Virgils, you know what I'm saying. But um, I just I just don't know, man. Um, next next on my agenda, we got. I'm sorry, y'all. I I need I just need some time, y'all. Just let me let me cook right now. Do you? <laughs> um, next on my agenda, I got Jake from um. Some of y'all may not know who Jake Fromm is because he's a shitty fifth round pick from University of Georgia. Um, if you watch, hey, if you watch hey, 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 don't disrespect Georgia, all right? I said shitty pick. Oh, all right, I all wasn't right. disrespecting Georgia. Okay, all right. Go ahead, continue. Um, uh, if y'all watch Netflix and y'all like sports docs, y'all might have seen that he was one of the stars of season season one of QB one on Netflix. Great show, by the way. I recommend y'all go check it out. Um, but Damn, Jake from that pre phone promo, promo, bro. Listen, but um, Jake from uh was having a conversation with the young lady. And they was talking about uh, buying guns. And he said only suppressors should be available for the elite whites. First of all, Jake, I'm sorry to uh, burst your bubble here, but you considering yourself an elite white, is it couldn't be any further from the truth. How are you going to call yourself an elite white when you don't even got elite arm strength, my nigga? The only thing elite about you is the talent you had around you at Georgia, my nigga. They carried you. You fucking suck, dude. You have no accuracy, no footwork in the pocket, no pocket presence. But, you know, you got lucky and had Calvin Ridley, little brother on the team. You had, uh, I believe you played with Isaac Nauta his last year, a stellar, a stellar offensive line, great running back play every year at Georgia. So, you know, I just don't, I just don't want to hear nothing about you being an elite white dude. Like, you literally suck, bro. And the fact that the Bills didn't cut you because you're an expendable quarterback, uh, it says a lot about that organization too. Uh, but you already know they got Josh Allen, who's already had his own set of problems. So can't really cut him. Uh, next, I want to talk about Pete Carroll and his hypocritical ass who had two chances to sign Kaepernick, but – Passed up on it both times, but now all of a sudden you in full support of what Kaepernick is doing? Come on, bro. It seems a little bit disingenuous. And coming from the rest of the NFL officials who are uh, starting to come out and support Cap, mm, seems a bit disingenuous to me. I'm just saying. Um, 
y'all can miss me with all that shit. Like, especially Roger Goodell. Um, the NFL owes cap and in-person apology. Like, I want all 32 owners to stand up and look this man in the eye and apologize. Cause all this, all this wishy-washy shit. Now that now that it's cool to be on the Black Lives Matter side, the we against police brutality side, I don't want to hear none of that shit from y'all now. Y'all had the opportunity to make it right and work with Cap, but no, y'all didn't do that. Also, uh, you know what I'm saying? A couple, a couple of my black brothers uh, have let me down. Well, one of them, one of them, not really. A, a, a brother of mine, because you know he been an Uncle Tom. But uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna start out with Wale, man. This one this one hurt me, man, because Wale Wale was out there protesting and fighting a good fight. J Cole was out there protesting, fighting a good fight. Somebody tweeted uh, that J Cole was out in Fayetteville, uh, walking and protesting with the people, and Wale was like, he not the only one out there. Y'all be acting like he God or some shit like that. And basically told people to stop digging. My problem with that is, Wale, it's not about you, bro. It's not. This is about us. It's about the bigger cause, bro. You're out there. That's great. He's out there. That's great. But this has been the problem with you your whole career. You you always worried about everybody else's success. And, like, you talented, Wale. Just let your talent speak, bro. Like, this is this has been the problem, and my last the last part he of hit, my hold on, before you go to your next one, he hates J Cole though. Like he he jealous of but, J Cole, and but still, not, like I'm not surprised that he said that. Well, I I can see I can see he's that jealous, he's jealous of everyone that hired him. He's jealous of Kendrick. He's jealous of Drake. He's jealous of everyone, bro. That has has more fame more than him. This is not the time for it. This is not the time. I agree. For I agree. Brother, That's agree. But I'm just it's saying, not. I'm not. I'm not that surprised that he did that. Yeah. He's always been. He's always. Been I'm like, not either. But because he always felt the kind. He always felt a way about where he was in his career compared to his contemporaries. Um, Wale is a very talented rapper. I think that. I think that his rap ability alone is top tier. Uh, to the contrary, but. He he just do other. Like it's something about Wale that just doesn't put him in the top tier. Um, I'm gonna finish it off with uh Uncle Tom ass Terry Crews, man. This nigga here, dog. I don't even know where to start with this man. Like Terry Crews lost all credibility when uh basically he left he left black women out to dry because black women supported him all the way through his little his little uh sexual assault situation when he he let he let some producer whatever touch him in his in his man parts i i still don't know how he let that slide like my nigga you like 66 260 bro you you don't have to let no grown man touch you bro like i don't i don't care bro like but whatever they stood by him and when gabrielle union went through her situation he was radio silent cuz he didn't want to lose his job bro like you Sometimes sometimes you got to stand up for what's right no matter what you may sacrifice, bro. Like, if you lost that job, was you really – I like, Terry Crews is one of the highest-paid actors in Hollywood, bro. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure he wasn't going to be hurting about that job, bro. And then he said, I got I to gotta find a tweet because he 
he said, I don't I don't want to misquote it because he said some real, real foul shit that's making me that's making me um it's it's real weird, man. Uh here is the tweet. Defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Equality is the truth. Like it or not, we're all in this together. What? My Nick, what are you talking about, bro? Literally, there's no such thing as black supremacy because black people are in no positions of power to where we are able to achieve such supremacy, Terry, you fucking dick. Are you are you dumb? Obviously, we are all in this together. Nobody said that we weren't, but that comment is just like it, it seemed a little yes, massa to me. I don't know. And then I saw that picture of him taking his shirt off, like with 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 them white men staring at you, bro. They not like they don't see you as an equal when you do that dumb shit, bro. Keep your fucking shirt on. He wasn't you know playing. He wasn't. He was playing himself in white chicks, bro. And then, yeah, he was playing himself in white chicks, bro. That's the perfect. That's the perfect way to put it. Like, and then you just gonna be out here with a with a with a bikini top on, bro. The fuck is wrong with you, bro? You setting us back. You making us look bad, bro. Like all the shit you've done over the over the last few years, Terry, Terry Cruz. I used to be a fan, Terry, but all the shit you did like in the past few years, bro, is turning me off, bro. Like you. You just look real, real Tomish, you know what I'm saying? Real coonish, real tap dancish, bro. And and I and I'm not with that shit, bro. Especially not at a time like right now, bro. I'm really not. I'm fed up with all this shit, bro. <laughs> On God, bro. That ass. My bad. You just got your bag. My fault. I didn't mean to laugh. <laughs> but, but you know, that was that was my little rant. Um sorry if it was a little long-winded for y'all. Actually, I'm not because I don't give a fuck. I said what I said. And you can suck my dick if you don't like it. But we can move on to our next topic. Uh, Josh, you want to lead us into it? Yeah. So basically, my man Kanye West finessed Trump, everybody that supports MAGA, all that. So basically, uh, Kanye West defended Trump for uh, just so like he could fight for black people getting out of jail. Uh, he played like he played the shot of Trump and. He got all the people out basically. So like everyone I know on here, I know everybody mostly was canceling Kanye. Basically, like yo, he he a MAGA supporter. He wearing the hat. He all taking pictures and all that. But the whole time he playing the long game. He was funding Hillary. He was doing all the stuff just to help black people out. Yeah, yeah man. I I'm not gonna lie. Oh, so, oh, hold on, hold up. And he donated all this money to Maude Arbery. Breonna Taylor and George Floyd family, and he donated like two million dollars uh, for George Floyd's uh, daughter, right, or something like that. College savings. Yeah, that. yeah. He put a uh, he set up a five twenty nine college savings plan for George Floyd's daughter, and um, he will be paying the legal fees for uh, the uh, his family, uh, Ahmaud Arbery's family, and, and Breonna Taylor's family, I believe. Um, when when those cases uh start to go to court, so they said the base donation was two million dollars, but in the long run, it's gonna be way over that. Um, Kanye need to talk to his man Virgil about that, cause uh, <laughs> Virgil out here wilding. 
Virgil out here broke boy. I gave I gave fifty dollars, nigga. Like, like what? And I'm worth shit. So come on, Virgil. This is about Kanye, bro. My fault. My fault. Um, but yeah, Kanye. Yeah, he really. But finesse. I was definitely one of the people who was looking at Kanye sideways. Um, I wasn't going to say cancel because I don't. Because cancel culture to me is a little bit stupid. Like. If I'm going to cancel you, it's going, you know what I mean? It's a lot. But I just, I was just turned off by um, little things that Kanye appeared to be doing. I'm still, I'm still kind of turned off about that slavery was a choice thing. But, um, but, uh, he was finessing, bro. That's all I could say. Yeah, I guess. But that, the slavery was a choice thing is still a bit off putting. But I, I see what he was doing. I respect, I respect what he's doing, I and the good uh, you know me. Yeah, you always respect the good finesse. He was definitely out here playing chess, and everybody else was playing checkers. Kanye had us all fooled, um, but at, but he been out there protesting with the people. You know what I'm saying? Him and Kim been uh, trying to do prison reform behind closed doors, and um, it's it's just something that I respect, man. Um, I was wrong. I do take back what I said about Kanye. Uh, I did call him Kunye a couple of times, <laughs> uh, more than a couple of times. But you know, you you live and learn, and uh, I'm man enough to admit when I was wrong. Thoughts, oh, Kayla? No, I'm with you. Hundred percent, Hundo P. Anything else? Add, our, uh... Anything else? Anything else to add, Josh? Oh, okay. Before we move on. Uh. Not that I can think of. I just shout out to Kanye, man. Yeah, shout out to Kanye. You produce, so, you need, you need to make some better kid. music, though. You know, I'm not letting <laughs> you, slide. you don't I mean, want I'm the not, gospel Kanye slide. Yeah. I'm not letting Kanye slide for these last two projects, bro. Yeah, I'm definitely not letting it slide. Like everything, everything he dropped since Life of Pablo, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical about. Yay, like we need. Yay wasn't. Oh yeah. Yay wasn't that. Yeah. Yay was all right, but. And we need gospel, to make Kanye Kanye he, again. The his last album, like the more gospel-y one, it well, I will say it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It I was, was expecting. I'm not saying trash. it was great. I'm just saying that it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's not, it's not the Kanye I know. Kanye no, need to lead. Not. He need to lead the gospel to Kirk Franklin and Fred Hammond for real. Yeah, for real. But, yeah definitely um, need the old Kanye back. That shit was fire. A hundred percent. Away beats and all that. Like I'm not even I'm not even asking for college dropout, Kanye. Can we get graduation, Kanye? Can we, can we get Jesus back? Just a just a little something. Just a just a little smidge, brother man. Like, come on. <clears throat> but y'all ready to move on to our our new segment? Sure. So, um, I had the idea that you know we take time each week out to highlight. Um, some black excellence, you know, we would each choose one one man and one woman, uh, well, one black man and one black woman that, that, you know, we think is excellent and, you know, that we wanted to share with the public in case y'all may not know. Some people, some people, yeah, everybody's going to know. Some people, uh, you know, might not be quite famous, but they have had an impact on us and we want to share with y'all. So, um, I'm gonna let one of y'all start it, man. I'll start if you want me to. 
Go ahead, Kayla. Are we are we doing both of them and then we'll just Yeah, we're gonna yeah. do both okay. of them and then go around the circle. All right. Okay. So the guy that I had was Kevin Hart. I feel like um especially as he's gotten more and more fame bringing in more and more money he has been doing so much more to help out his community um my dad put me on to the one uh podcast episode that he was on with joe rogan not too long ago and um i didn't get a chance to finish it but i listened to maybe like half of it and kevin hart was talking about how he was teaming up with it was a major bank. I can't remember if it was Chase or someone else. I think it's Chase. Yeah, I think it's it is Chase. too. Um, he was teaming up with them so that they, so that he personally could go in and talk to like inner city kids and kids from like lower class areas and teach them like, hey, this is what you need to know for the future, how to handle yourself properly and um, just major life skills that, a lot of kids aren't taught one just in general and two especially down in the lower communities um which i think is really cool that he's taking the time to do all of that and he wants to personally do it himself he was like you can't just send some regular you know white guy like executive in there and he was like they're gonna want to hear it from someone like me that came from philly and now look at where I am. He's like, they're going to want to hear it from someone like me. So I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. So I had him as my number one guy. And then my girl, I was torn between either Tiffany Haddish or Serena Williams. Two like completely Serena, different ends of the spectrum here. Pick Serena Williams. Just Yeah. I mean, I was definitely leaning more towards her, but like kind of like in a funny way, I had like I had Tiffany Haddish, but yeah, I think Serena, Serena Williams is just like an overall beast. Like she was still playing tennis, like while she was, I want to say maybe like six months pregnant yeah, or something like that. She was insane. She dominates women's tennis. You want me to go, Gabe? All right. Yeah, so, bro, you could go. Um, so for my male, I had Spike Lee. He was the filmmaker, uh, 35 films. Um, four of his films made the National Film Re- Registry for Culture, uh, refer- uh, Culture, I think. And it was Do the Right Thing, Malcolm X, Four Little Girls, and She Gotta Have It. Um, the reason why I picked him is because like he was like one of the first like like really famous like black filmmakers, which helped like people like Jordan Peele, who made uh, Get Out, and like other like black, I can't think of any right now, but other black uh, filmmakers that come. He was, uh, he produced Nike commercials. He produced Levi commercials. Um, and he's just always been like, just a big part of the community. Uh, avid Nick fan, even though not as James Dolan makes him pay for every ticket he buys, but we're not gonna talk about that right now. But um, yeah, that's why I picked him. And then my female is Ruth Simmons. Uh, she's the current president of Perry View A&M University. She was previously the 18th president of Brown University, which was the, which made her the first African American president to be president of an Ivy League institution. She was selected to be Woman of the Year in two, uh, ah, 2002 and best college uh, president in 2001 with approval rating of 80 percent. 
like yeah i like that man Babe. definitely definitely a female pick uh that's definitely a little one that most people won't know but um yeah, that's I'm different. Gonna start, I feel. I'm gonna start with uh, my female, which is um, Issa Rae, um, the creator of Insecure. She's a Stanford grad, uh, a degree in African American studies. She's an actress, uh, a writer, and a producer. She started out on YouTube with her series uh, "Adventures of an Awkward Black Girl." Um, she worked her way up. Uh, through the and paid her dues until she was able to get her own show. Um, she she now produces Insecure, like I said, it's a great show. She also produced and uh, wrote her uh, her first like big budget film, which was Lovebirds, which you can go see on Netflix. I thought it was a great movie, but the thing I like most about her is uh, she definitely gives black creators and, and black actors coming up she gives them a a, a a platform to display their talents and to you know what i mean uh get get noticed um she has a lot of directors on insecure it's not just her and she collaborates with a lot of people and um i just think what she's doing is great um I'm a big fan of everything she does. I look for everything she does. And um, that was my first pick. And y'all probably tired of hearing me say his name, but um, my man, I chose Colin Kaepernick, um, NFL QB from 2011 to 2016, obviously, till he got blackballed. Um, University of Nevada grad, a member of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Um, he holds the record for the most rushing yards by a QB in a game. Not Michael Vick, not Cam Newton, not Lamar Jackson. Um, he has a Super Bowl appearance under his belt, led the 49ers to two straight NFC championship appearances. But uh, his biggest impact to me was off the field when he chose to stand or kneel for what he believes in. Um, and he's still doing – He's still doing the work today. It's not that wasn't a fad. Um, he just he's about what he says. Uh, he he has the Know Your Rights camp, which teaches uh, the black youth uh, basically how to interact with law enforcement, how to, and it's just like a place for them to, you know, learn how to grow and and be better people, man. So shout out to Colin. And um, yeah, that those are my two, Colin and Issa. Y'all ever had to do like during Black History Month in school? Had to like write a report on like a famous like black person? Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember I had to do one in third grade. My my dumbass picked Donovan McNabb. My dad was pissed at me <laughs> and made me click Harriet Tubman. I remember that to this day. <laughs> Bro, what did Donovan McNabb do bro, for black people? That's like, so noteworthy, bro. Like the little sports head I was, like I was just like, all right, let me pick Donovan McNabb. My teacher, let you me. You can't even do Muhammad Ali or Jim Brown. Bro, no, bro, I didn't care about nothing like that, bro. <laughs> was, this was third grade, bro. Second grade, yeah. Maybe. And teacher oh, was like, crazy. all right, sure. And my dad was like, what? The fuck? What are you doing? No, you're doing hair. You, you had a white teacher, didn't you? Yep. <laughs> yeah. A black teacher wasn't letting that shit slide, bro. Not at all. I just wanted to put that in before we. <laughs> <next thing. laughs> all right, so what's next, bro? 
Um, let me talk to y'all about Mikey Williams and how y'all feel about this. So, uh, anyone who doesn't know who Mikey Williams is, uh, he's the 2022 number one player in the country. And, uh, I think this was, I think this was last week sometime. I forget the uh, day he posted on Instagram and I'll read y'all the, uh, Instagram post. Um, this has been a thought for years. This didn't j- just recently pop in my head. What a lot of coaches don't understand is that we don't need them. We control our own narrative. I'm very thankful that God blessed me to be in this position to do that. We write our own stories. We determine what the next page in life is going to be. Why does it always have to be the big universities? Why does it always have to be the big names? Have you ever thought about helping your own people out? We are the reason that these schools have such a big names and such a good history. But in the end, what do we get out of it? What a lot of type athletes don't understand is is if you're a pro, then you're a pro no matter what college you, you go to. Even if you don't go to college, if you're a killer, you're going to kill anywhere. Not enough people speak on things like this. And I've been meaning to do so and put uh, put some word out, but I figured this would be a perfect time to do it. But I'm going to keep it short and simple. I just wanted to let everyone know that I'm writing for my people. I'm 10 toes behind the black community. Any way I can help or make a change in the black community, best believe I'm going to do that. Only God knows what the future holds, but when that time does come, does come that I have narrowed my schools down to whatever number it is, there will be multiple HBCUs on the list. And they won't just be there for show. So, what do y'all feel about that? Um, honestly, I just think it's impressive that a fifteen-year-old. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because I was just going to say that. a fifteen-year-old uh, that just finished his freshman year of high school has this much foresight, uh, is able to think the way he thinks because i know like i wasn't thinking like this when i was a freshman in high school not at all Uh, i think it's impressive and i think that you know i mean i think he wants to be the one to lead the charge but mikey not going to college bro if we keeping it a buck right if he stays on the path that he's on like you probably like we'll see how it turns out but right now it looks like he's going straight to the league i'm but um i do I do feel as though more top black athletes should at least consider HBCUs. Like I feel like earlier in the year, like I was kind of hopeful because Josh Christopher took a visit to Howard, but I feel like, I feel like that was just to say he did it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he was ever seriously considering it. Um, But I, I do think it's something that a lot of the top black athletes should consider the ones well, the ones that's not really going pro, um, and um, I think it's more kind of applicable to football than basketball, in my opinion, because like nowadays, they they going the top top notch basketball players are going to skip college. They, yeah, they found they found a way to kind of circumvent the NCAA, but uh, definitely, definitely, man, the players. They they when they realize that they're the money and the money is gonna follow them no matter what is when um is when we'll start to see the shift and we'll start to see the HBCUs grow because if one person commits then everybody else gonna follow suit. I agree with you. So I think that 
again, like you stated, a 15-year-old that he has as much insight. I don't even think he turned 16. can't even drive yet. And he's already thinking about, like, his future and helping his people. Like, no, I don't even remember the last really, like, big recruit to ever go to an HBCU because since they don't in the beginning, just talking basketball-wise, I don't really know football. But, like, every athlete had to go to UCLA, Kentucky, at Duke, somewhere like that, just so that they their name would be out, put out there just so that they could make an NBA roster. But now if he does – if people like him, Bronny, Amani Bates, people like that start going to HBCUs, then it's going to be like, oh, wait, they can still go – and they can still go to the NBA and not have to go to Duke. They don't have to go to a Kentucky. Then I can be with my people. Like, that would be hot for them. I'm going to let you all in on a little secret, man. If your name is on the draft board – by the time you were senior in high school, that's pretty much where you're going to end up getting drafted. Uh, college really not going to do anything to help you, and it's not going to do anything to hurt you. So you could really go wherever. And if you perform, uh, if you perform semi well, and show enough to the scouts to basically just confirm everything they already think about you, you're going to get picked. Exactly. But um, my my thing about what I said about football is I think that. Because uh, the NFL is structured the way it is, I think that it's more of an investment when you're choosing a time investment and commitment when you're choosing your school that you want to go play football at. Because you're doing at least three years, maybe more. A lot of people do four and five years in college when they when they play football and they have goals to make it to the pros. So I think that if you, you go to one of these um, schools, instead of trying to go play for the big name in the SEC or the ACC or the Big 12 or the Big 10. You go somewhere where they actually they care about you as a person. They care about you as a student first. Because I know yeah, I'm, I was never a big-time D1. At, like, I'm, I'm never – I'm just a college backup. You know what I'm saying? A Division II backup. Um, no, you're not. Come on now. You can do but, that. Um, but, um, like, I know I started at HBCU. Uh, some things happened, so I transferred. But I feel like that was – those were the best two years I've had in my life. Um, uh, the coaching staff, they they cared. They cared about us. Like, I felt like I could go to my coaches with anything. Like, they – it was – they cared about us on a personal level. You know what I mean? Like, it was more than just football, like – and we were we were like a family on the team. Like everybody, like we all looked out for each other. Like even if like it was like certain people weren't your best friend, like we all still had a good relationship. You know what I mean? Nobody, there was no beef. You know, everybody looked out for each other. We all knew each other, and um, we all held each other accountable. Um, I think a lot of that may be missing at the big time programs because sometimes you just get there and you get lost in the sauce. Um, if you're not one of the top priorities, you know what I mean? Definitely. So that's what I wanted to say about it. Also, I wanted to shout out CJ Bowler. Um, he just transferred from Vandy to Alcorn State. So he's one of the first big dominoes to fall. Uh, he's a wide receiver. He played well last season. And um, uh, also, I want to shout out to Trace Young, who started at Wyoming. 
playing basketball, transferred to JUCO, and now is transferring to Alabama State, which is another prominent HBCU. So now we're starting to see we starting to see a shift. You know what I'm saying? But we're waiting on that first big, big name to fall. You know what I mean? It's probably gonna be Mikey. I think I think it might be one before Mikey. Maybe we'll mm. see. I don't think so. We'll see. Maybe it's gonna be either Mikey or Imani. Maybe. Yeah. Kayla has no idea who these people are. No, this is literally both like you guys. I'm just letting you. <laughs> Good. All right, well, let's, uh, let's confuse Kayla even more. Uh, the return yep, to NBA. The return to NBA starting. Uh, so in July 31st in Orlando, they're uh, bringing the NBA back. Uh, 29 of the tw- 30 teams accepted this besides the Trailblazers. There's going to be 13 West teams, nine Eastern teams. Um, they're going to play eight games to finish the season. Um, there's going to be a possibility of a playing game if the eight seed in the nine seed or within four games of each other. Um, the eight seed would have to be the nine seed once while the ninth seed will have to be tonight. Would have to be the eight seed twice to make it into the playoffs. Uh, the season's supposed to end in October 12th. The NBA draft starts October 15th and next season's supposed to start around the first. But if, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but if a player tests positive for Corona during any part of the season, they'll have to miss two to three games. So if Anthony Davis or somebody, Kawhi, Paul George, miss it like game five, something, they miss the rest of the game, the rest of the season. Uh, I'm excited to have the N- the NBA back, man. Like, we supposed to be in, the, in dead in the middle of the playoffs, right? Shit, the finals supposed to have started, right? If I'm not mistaken. What's the yeah, it's definitely. June right now. It's June eighth. Yeah, it's, it would be in the middle of it, deep it's in playoffs either, or finals. Yeah. yeah, we it's at least the conference finals. Yeah. So, I'm happy that you know we finally getting some kind of sports back. I know that the MLB is supposed to make a comeback too. MLB is mm-hmm. hot, having the hardest time, which I don't understand coming. Yeah, back. yeah. baseball definitely like a a big kind of social distance sport anyway. So I don't. I don't see what would be so hard about them, like bringing um, it back, exactly. Bringing it back with no, like even if you don't have fans or whatever. I think the I mean? part, yeah. I think the part that they're worried about is like traveling from stadium to stadium. Like they won't yeah. have to be able to have like a one. I central, guess, but like location, yeah. But I'm sure, I'm sure they could. But pick even like, still, you're not having all the fans in the stands. Like if that's the route that they decide to go, so it's like you're not even really. Exactly. They could, they could also kind of pick somewhere to, uh, you know what I mean, a, a neutral site. But then you have to play the whole season there. So everyone's going to be away from their families. They're not going to be able to see nobody for a whole season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if they want that check. (laughs) They'll do it. That baseball baseball check different. They're trying to take away from their check, though. But uh, I'm sure sure teams can figure out, like, how to travel safe and and make it so – they are at minimal risk. You know what I mean? Most of these teams have private planes and, and private luxury buses So, and and medical staffs that's around the clock. So, I, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens as things start to open back up. But I think that once the first 
basically, I think once the first domino falls, which is the NBA, and they see how things go with that, then everything Everyone will be more will, like yeah inclined you, to join to to kind of open back up, um, especially. Because I know the NBA is on track to come back. Also, hockey is on track to come back, right? When is yeah. hockey coming back? Oh, you asked Kayla about that. Oh, yeah, Kayla. I don't know. Yeah. You asked Kayla about that. That's... Um, I don't know. I mean, because they normally don't start until later in the year, so um, I don't know. I think you're going straight. I think I... their schedule. Yeah, I saw that they were going straight. They're going to postpone it. Like, I didn't see like what time, what date they're starting, and all that, and their format. Yeah, um, if the, I heard the Flyers was in the playoffs, right? Yeah, they are. Oh yeah, if they if they win the, if they win the Stanley Cup, I'm right there, Dicky. <laughs> I don't think they've updated it because the last I heard, they're supposed to come back like end of May. But I, I I just looked to see if they updated it, and it doesn't look like they have. Oh well, let me see. We'll see. I mean, everybody. Everybody's gonna kind of follow the NBA's lead, and then yeah. that's just gonna lead us into the fall when the NFL is supposed to come back. So we're gonna see what the NFL do, and I think once the NFL decide what they're gonna do, that's when everybody just gonna like make their, I guess, decision. Um, but this definitely, I'll, I'm kind of excited for baseball to uh, start up pretty soon because like. The end of summer, early fall is definitely when I kind of start to watch baseball because it's too many games in the baseball season for me to keep up with the whole, with the whole thing. They just got to um, make sure that just... they get, like, the attention of people. So, like, they do turn uh, tune in when it's time to, like, watch, like, the playoffs and everything. Because, like, you, if you think yeah. about it, NBA ends October. That's where usually when they, like, start. Play the World their, Series. Yeah, yeah, playing the World Series. Like, I don't know. I'm – like more people watch NBA, I think, than like a baseball game. So they just gotta make sure like they on their shit. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I'm sure baseball baseball is gonna have its core fans whenever whenever the MLB is ready to to get started. Like, I mean, I'm excited to get to the ballpark to see a game if we can, but I'm yeah. I'm sure that's not gonna be the case. I just uh, saw the like I looked at the one article and it said like starting today June 8th like clubs can start like reopening like depending on how they feel about everything. So, I don't know, I guess we'll see who decides to Yeah. I mean, I know people have been I opening think it. It kind of has to be like a group effort. You can't just have like three teams be like, "Yeah, let's go." Yeah, yeah like I one Yeah, like Especially when everybody's state law is different, you know what I mean. Every yeah. team is in a different state, so like you gotta you gotta follow what what your local officials say too. Yeah, exactly. How many people are on an MLB team? Uh, twenty five. I want to say. Yeah, I want to say twenty five people on the MLB roster. Uh, I was about to say if it's more than twenty five, like they can't even practice. It's twenty five. Yeah. Um. So I mean, but like, like I said, baseball is the is a is one of the better social distance sports. Yeah, exactly. You just gotta wash your hands Um, after you touch the ball, basically. Yeah. But I, I don't, I don't think baseball should be a problem once they figure out travel and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Exactly. So, done with sports because you know it's definitely not a sports podcast. <laughs> uh, Josh, you want to introduce the next topic since this is the one you put on there? <laughs> All right. So I saw uh, D- DC Young Fly put out a video the other day, and he's basically like talking about like the stupidest thing that he ever got beat for. So I was wondering what what was y'all stupidest thing y'all ever got beat for, and I'll, then I'll give mine. Like as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. I'm trying to think. Or, or like one beat in that like stands out in your mind. Oh, one that stands out. Mine was always because I had a fucking attitude. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. So. Uh, that was dead ass. Always my problem for having attitudes. I mean, when I was a kid, like I was, I was, I was a little, I was a fuck up in school. I guess you know what I mean. And I, I was a smart ass. Y'all, y'all know me. Y'all know how I am. So just, just imagine me as a, as a child. <laughs> exactly. So I did used to get in trouble a lot in school, but the one day I actually didn't do it, I got in trouble because obviously they was going to choose me because I always was doing something. So they called my parents, and my dad had to leave work to come get me. That's always and the worst. That'd be the worst shit. Like when uh-huh. you gotta leave work to come get your badass kid. Yeah. So he and get I'm never there. happy about it. Yeah, like he he get there. I'm in the office, right? I see him turn the corner. He got the he got it's the like, look on his face. Like he like he a little upset. Like he signed me I'm out. Beat your ass. Yeah. So I gotta go back to work with him. But before we left school, he made sure he tuned me up right in the school bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, damn, cuz like you can't even wait. So we get we get back to his office. I got my ass beat again at the office. <laughs> I heard the story so, then, <laughs> so then I get home, right? I think I think I'm cool. My ass already hurting and everything because I got two ass whoopings. And then my mom beat my ass, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, damn, like I can't even get a break. So I go to my room, you know what I'm saying? I start I start playing with the little shit on the door, like, well, wait, wait, bro. Like, I ain't really do shit. Like, nobody fuck with me, bro. Like I was really tight, bro. I was angry, bro. Like I had all kind of snot coming down. It didn't even hurt, but like I was just, I was just mad that like, like that this happened. <laughs> I was in there like I'm running away, I'm never coming yeah, back. Literally like, every kid, I'm, I'm running packing, away. I'm never coming I'm, back. I take out my little Power Rangers backpack, taking everything I don't need, bro. <laughs> but that be the joint. Like I just fell asleep. <laughs> Those post asshole sleeves, bro. Yeah. Or even just post crying. I feel like those are always the best, like naps or whatever. All right. So, mine, like, I was hanging out with older kids, and, like, in my neighborhood. This was in, I think it was in, like, first grade. And they, like, told me, like, what nuts were, basically. Like, nuts, like, actual, like, nuts, like, on a guy. Mm-hmm. So then I was coming. <laughs> We're coming home. You, you ain't know what nuts was. No, bro. It's the first grade, bro. I was not worried about nothing. But like, I didn't know what they were called. So anyway, we're on the way driving home from school, and I'm just sitting in the back of the car, and I said, "Ow, my nuts hurt." And my dad heard me. He said, "What? What'd you say?" He said, "Uh, I'm at my nut tree. My nut tree." So I get in the house, go upstairs, and he like, "Oh, you can talk about your nuts. You want to be grown? Beat my ass." And I was sitting on the bed crying, like, no, I met Nut Tree. I met Nut Tree. 
<laughs> he just beat me ass, and I just remember that to this day. Oh my god, bro! Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. That's any ass whooping that you got. <laughs> That's any ass. Even the subject, this thing. No, nah, bro. No, nah, bro. Your pop, your pop just clearly had a bad day that day, bro. <laughs> That's one of them Jones, like where where they had a bad day, and you put and them over just, the edge. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like bro, that wasn't true, bro. That was that was his co-worker or something, bro. That was bro, for his co-worker. Yeah. Bro, I stole money from him. I got beef for that. That's not dumb yeah. though. You deserve that asshole. Yeah. <laughs> they like you they deserve like, that asshole, bro. bro this, let me tell you how dumb of a kid I am, bro. They like, damn, I need twenty dollars. I'm like, all right, I got you, and I gave it to him. I went into I had like little like Crayola like piggy bank drawing, like a little tall drawing. I don't know if y'all ever seen that. So I went into the Crayola mm-hmm. piggy bank. <laughs> pulled out the twenty dollars, gave it to my pops. They like, where'd you get this from? And I'm like, Daddy's wallet. I'm like, what the fuck? I snitched on myself, bro. I'm not so, bro. I'm not. So, you be, you still do shit like that to this day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. Like you be having real brain farts, bro. I'll be like, are you okay, bro? <laughs> I guess I'm with Adam. That's young boy. That's just what you did. I guess is what I that's do, bro. That's what we be doing, bro. It's my personality trait, bro. That is your personality yeah. trait. But uh, we want to... Oh, that's a good topic. So, Go ahead. This our yeah. last, it's kind yeah. of our last topic. Uh, I'm glad that we kind of have a, a co-host that's a different race than us because like, we get to talk about like the little culture, like the funny cultural differences that like <laughs> people have from race to race. And like... Since it's the summertime, you know, people going to start opening up the grill more, you know what I'm saying? Having people over, you know what I'm saying? Eat some food. We call it a cookout. They call it a barbecue. And, you know, we just wanted to, uh, you know, we just wanted to share our different um, experiences and, and kind of our little rules uh, mm-hmm. that differ from the cookout to the barbecue. All right. Um first first off, let me say, but I'm sorry to cut you off, bro. Um, right, let me let me say I hate the I hate the word barbecue in the sense of an event. Like, what is that? Like, yeah, we're having a barbecue later on. You guys should come by. Like, no. <laughs> like, it's a cookout. All right, explain to me say. what happens at a cookout then. I mean I barbecue, Kayla. Um, I don't know, just like when we have barbecues, it's literally just we invite people over, so it's kind of more like a I don't want to say like party, but kind of. And um, I don't know, like with ours again, we just we invite people over. We usually have a whole different like array of shit. Like we'll put like wings on the grill, like hamburgers, hot dogs, steak, depending like whatever the fuck we're feeling. Um. My dad usually always has like music going, so it's like super fun and upbeat. I don't know. They're usually pretty enjoy- enjoyable. I don't At know like barbecue. what the difference is between a barbecue and a cookout. At the barbecue, nine times out of ten, you can expect the potato salad to have raisins in it. <laughs> I don't know why, but white people be putting raisins in a potato salad. I don't know what type of fucking white yeah, people you're know. hanging out with. <laughs> Mine doesn't. I see, I see white people with the raisins and the potato salad. I'm going to keep it two Virgils, bro. The white people on Twitter be wilding. 
Bro, that's Twitter. That's not people we know. I know damn well if I seen some white people with some raisins in their potato salad, I would not be at that place. But anyway, uh, cookout. What happened at the cookout? Um, do you, we got music too. People be dancing, the aunties and the be dance telling you to come up here and dance with you. The cha-cha slide always comes on. Uh, I feel like that's definitely the biggest difference is the dancing. Yeah, the cookout. The like we'll all really... just kind of like sit there and jam, but like we don't get up and dance. I feel like that's definitely like one of the biggest differences. To me, like the, the cookout two. is a is a whole last event. Like it's, it's from it's day it's than, from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. Yeah, it's more than likely like it's gonna be hella heads in there. Like, but like you never feel like it's overcrowded. Like mm-hmm. at the cookout, it's always like the more the merrier. Like absolutely, it's always it's always just great vibes. Like. It's just it's a beautiful like if you if you have if you experience like a black cookout like you should consider yourself lucky like it's is always like just so much love and, and and joy in the air like I, I don't know it's just a different vibe. Um, you always end you know up playing saying? basketball against somebody. Yeah, you always you always come come through fresh to death, but you be leaving kind of like sweaty. You know what I'm saying? Sweaty, you be playing, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you end up, you end up playing with the little cousins and shit like that, because you know you, it's just a vibe, bro. Yeah, niggas be um, throwing polos and khaki shorts, end up playing ball. Always, always yeah. keep a change of kicks mm-hmm. in the car, though. No, nah, bro, I'll be playing in Sperry's. You got me crazy. I'm still nah, fried. Oh. I keep, I keep a change because I come fresh, but sometimes I keep a change of clothes, and you know I keep it on me just in nah. case I, I gotta get it in. No, nah, that's but, um, playing the Sperry's, bro. Cook your little cousins. Yeah, bro. but you you've been to my you've been to my shit, bro. Like yeah, my family, okay. it'd be we'd be lit over there. Like the whole block could hear the music. Like we not just keeping mm-hmm. the music to the to the crib. You know what I'm saying? Everybody gonna hear this Frankie Never. Beverly and Maze. This before <laughs> I let go. You feel me? You feel me? Everybody gonna hear this? Hear this? Uh, the 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 Mississippi slide. You feel me? <laughs> we gonna get this off for Definitely. sure. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely, but it's also rules to the cookout shit. You know what I'm saying? Definitely rules to cookout. And, Women. And, and, you know, we wanted to detail the rules because, you know, some of y'all white people that have been out here doing some work and y'all going to get invited to some cookouts this summer. So we got to make sure y'all you know ready. All right. Got to make sure y'all ready. All right. Don't go, don't go get a plate without the person that invited you. Yeah. You don't do that. Definitely. You always let the elders and the kids eat first. You feel if me? You a white, if you're a white chick with your uh, black boyfriend or whatever, Please make they plate because they mom or aunt gonna judge you for not making they plate. And make sure you speak. Make sure you speak. Make sure you speak. Say hello to everyone. You gotta say hello to everybody. I mean, it's only like it's only like two minutes though. It's definitely. It's really not even that bad. That's why like introduction. Like, yeah. Because if you come in, if you come in at somebody cookout, you know what I'm saying. You eating their food, but you ain't speak to everybody. Like, that's rude. Yeah. What type time you on? Because um, <laughs> it's weird. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What uh, else? Learn what your else? dances. You don't want to be the only one not dancing. When yeah, they bro. You can't. They, they going to pull you in. You know what I'm saying? If you in the area, you going to have to. Just at least learn the two-step. That's all you got to know. The two-step. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you ever uh don't like the food, you know what I'm saying? You it's a it's a certain way you gotta fold the plate when you, you throw gotta it out. Fold the plate. You gotta fold the, you gotta fold the plate, you know what I'm saying? Hold and on, put a napkin on top. You gotta close it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then turn it upside just... down in the trash. Yo. You feel me? You feel me? You know what I'm saying? If if, if you were 
if you somebody plus one, always, always try and chip in, you know, bring something, even if it's just like some a case of soda, yeah, exactly. some napkins, you know what I'm saying? Just get some stop, ice, you know ice what I'm saying? Always, ice always goes first. Yeah, ice, ice always bring ice, you know what I'm saying? Because if you bring something, then the people, they going to be more inclined to welcome you in because like, wow, you didn't have to do that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I think, I think what we should do is when the bars open back up, we should start bringing the two-step and everything to the bar. I'll be two-stepping in the bar. <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah, That's all I do. Some people don't. I can't dance. I can't dance. Either. Oh, I can't dance for shit. Obviously, I'm white. I don't dance. Like Josh, you don't. Yeah, you, you just... You're probably. You don't got rhythm though. <laughs> what you mean, bro? You don't got no rhythm with the with the uh, two, bro. You, bro. All right, bro. You got it. You got it. You got it. Bro. Got it. <laughs> My fault, bro. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna stop trying to expose you on the pod, you be, bro. You be just like this on the side. You be like this in the, on the bar, just like this, like this. That's because you know what I'm saying. Like. I'll... like... <laughs> Like this, he likes to watch. Yeah, I'll be chilling, bro. I'll be, I'll and be just nervous. be that, <laughs> making sure you, that like, I got, you be looking like the people at the like temple parties who got the strap on them, like this in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta make sure you know, what I'm saying I'm I'm cool. You know, what I'm saying I got I make sure I got my bubble because you know I'm a big dude. So like being in surroundings like that, you know, what I'm saying I gotta make sure I got my own space. You feel me? And but you know, when that I, personal space. When I get loose a little bit, you know. I, I definitely get into my little jig a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I get in my little two step. Mm-hmm. Like, I got you know, videos I'm, of you dancing. Don't worry. I'm going to let loose. Young got a young guy put those out. You know what I'm saying? We never going to do that. Maybe maybe <laughs> yeah, next time I got to drop them on the pod. <laughs> put them next, on the Instagram. Next I have birthday, the videos. I'll just put them on the page. <laughs> next birthday, you can just, you know what I'm saying? Shout me out with that. But yeah, I definitely like to let loose and have some fun. But, Ooh. um, but yeah, but no, I, I feel like, like there's not like a out. whole Kayla be in like there there's... like hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, Kayla definitely be in there wilding. <laughs> don't let her don't let her get her little drink in her system. That first vodka cranberry is over. Uh it's a Red Bull and vodka, which is even worse. The vodka Red Bull. I'm never drinking vodka Red Bull again, bro. Like that's that's like too much sugar just going that's just going to sit in your stomach for real for real. It just like keeps me up so I'm not like yeah. a Debbie Downer, you know? Cuz I don't want to be that bitch. That's not fun. For sure, but everybody, you know what I'm saying, since it's cookout season, make sure y'all being safe cuz you know we still not out of the woods and this joint be smart, you know what I'm saying? Uh don't get into a fight with your drunk uncles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that's another rule. If the drunk uncles hit on you, you know yeah, they the will. Drunk uncles is always to to my ladies. The drunk uncles is always gonna hit on you. Luckily, it's not a lot of that in my cookouts. You know what I'm saying we keep it real classy, but you know real other cookouts, real definitely, respectful. Definitely seen that a couple cookouts. Yeah, but I de- I definitely been to a couple cookouts where I saw some questionable behavior <laughs> with some of the young ladies. I'm like, hmm, okay, yeah, but you know they just talking. You feel me? They definitely don't mean they, it. And, and young bulls out here, when they start talking to you about how they used to be, all that and ball, you know what I'm saying? Just listen. <laughs> Don't even listen, bro. Just act like you listen. Just hit the, damn, unk, I ain't know that. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> just indulge them a little bit. But, yeah, no, definitely move on. Trash. You got to be safe. Just don't um, let them pick up with you and then fry them. You're going to end yeah, up breaking bro. somebody's ankles. Break up your ankles or something. And they're going to be mad. 
Because then they're going to uh, wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> you can't that, be grown man strength, no matter how strong. And that, and no matter how much. I, I figured out grown. I have figured out grown man strength. They don't be stronger than we are. They just know how to displace their weight better. No, nah, bro, they're stronger than us, bro. I'm a <laughs> no matter how I don't, I don't know about <laughs> They just know. I think it's really like they know how to, like, use their weight. No, nah, bro, they just stronger than us. <laughs> Keep it a beam. Uh, probably you. I don't know. You don't be doing too much in the weight room. But, yeah, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Well, I'm still more athletic than you. Anyway... Do you want to do the last thing, the weekly update? Yeah, yeah for sure. Whatever's right. on there. So, uh, did y'all see that Six Nine is remixing "Lockdown" by Akon? No, locked I did up. not. Lockdown, locked up. I don't know what the fuck. Just locked up. Don't, don't, don't matter. I don't care. Don't disrespect. I knew what you meant. Can we play it on here? Are we allowed? No, no. <laughs> no I don't think so. We not doing that. <laughs> Six Nine is out here trying to remix. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm gonna play first like five minutes. <laughs> oh, alright, that's enough before YouTube gets us. But <laughs> but yeah, yeah they bro, really let my let Akon Akon really let Six Nine do that to that song. Um, well, Six Nine has a track record. So don't defend, him. don't defend him, bro. I'm not. I'm not defending. I'm defending Akon here. Yeah. Six Nine has a track record of uh, hits. Once he dropped a single, that residual check going look real nice whenever that song play for Akon. So I see why he did it. It was a good business decision for Akon. Definitely. Uh, uh, what else? Any- I got? Y'all remember when you had to like sing the national anthem when you were kids? Ooh. Like and did, in did you have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just was that like kind of weird. Just thinking back on that, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Same I think I saw someone anthem. put something up on that, like on Twitter or something the other day, and I was like, like pledging allegiance to the so flag. Wild, I forgot yeah. about that. that. Yeah, sure, do they do that? I think, did you have the pledge? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I yeah, I think I think that was. But my parents always told me like, don't don't pledge don't pledge the flag. Just sit down when they do it. So that's just what I always did. I Nobody ever said anything to me, but that's just what I always did. Like, I didn't know why, but it's definitely more clear now as to why I don't. Yeah, makes sense. And then but, uh, uh, I got a shout out for Billie Eilish for going at racist white people. And then she put that body image uh, video I out last week. love her. I love her. She is a saint. Bare minimum, Billie? Bro, it's not bare minimum. Not I, I was more like I was more like the like the body image stuff. Like, yeah, she's really cool about that. That's why she wears like baggy clothes all the time. She was like, I don't want people like staring at me and judging me based on my body. Like, I'm here to sing and perform, so that's all I want people to pay attention to. Like, not the shit that I wear or what I look like under it, which yeah, I think exactly. is cool. I respect it. Yeah. yeah, that's the only reason why. I, that's the only reason why I shout it out. Yeah, obviously did the bare minimum for going at racist white people. Yeah, that's the bare minimum white people could do. But, but like, I mean, she, she she had like a four page, like four screenshots of like stuff she was saying. But I don't know what that's at. Still, oh, 
Speaking of white people calling out racism, shout out to Ben and Jerry, dog. They've been on their shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Ben and Jerry been going at racist for like two weeks, bro. Mm-hmm. As they should. Mm-hmm. I ben definitely grabbed definitely niggas, grabbed the bro. fudge brownie the other day. Yeah, shout out to Ben and Jerry's. That half baked crazy. I just like Ben and Jerry's. Like I yeah. remember, I used to my parents used to take take us to the Ben and Jerry's uh, store in Maniunk. I don't know if it's still there, but they had all the flavors. I- I think it is still there. Bruh. I think. That joint is heaven. I low-key want to go to Vermont I so I can go to like... Jerry's. I low-key want to go to Vermont so I can uh, just like go to the like the factory and the museum that they got. Mm-hmm. And just try like all the flavors that they don't even like got in the stores, oh. bro. Like, That'd be I'm amazing. really a fat... I'm a fat boy when it comes to Ben and Jerry's, dog. <laughs> Um, I'm just a fat well, bitch I'm, when it comes fat, to any food. Let's just be yeah, more clear. <laughs> if we be uh, yo, one of these days we just gonna have a whole ass episode about all all the foods we like. Bro. Food, bro, oh, chicken parm, yeah. bro. Uh, That's the way to my heart. Anyone oh my God, who listens this far, if you make me chicken parm, I'll I'll marry you on site. <laughs> so if any ladies are paying attention that like Josh, just keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. It's chicken they, parm. That's it. It's chicken parm. Listen, I like all. I like all pasta. Yo, pasta really be fire. I, <laughs> I'm a hoe for pasta. I fucking love pasta. Like who isn't, bro? Like pasta really like pasta and potato is really the most versatile. Su- shit they're such of like all elite, time, elite food. What's your favorite pasta? All of them. All of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. like what's your go-to? Shit. Probably it depends. Like if you're out eating, probably yeah. penne. Like if you're at home or fettuccine, fettuccine, fettuccine. Mm-hmm. If I'm out, this fettuccine. If I'm at the crib, then it's probably penne. Mm. Rice too, bro. Rice is popping too. Probably angel hair for me. I I really fuck with angel hair. I was just about to say angel hair. That shit is. Yeah. Mm. Angel I mean, hair it's all little, delicious. Don't get me wrong. Angel hair a little too thin for me, but. I still love with it. With certain pot, like with certain with chicken parm, um, bro. I'm gonna take you there, bro. I'm gonna take you to Tonino's in Malvern, bro, and have the <laughs> angel hair pasta with the chicken parm, bro. That shit means. I would probably, I'll probably get a different type of pasta still. Okay, you too bad. <laughs> I like, I like the regular spaghetti, not angel hair. I like just like regular spaghetti pasta. I know, but I've had like so much spaghetti in my life that like, yeah, switch it up a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, well, niggas. Niggas grew up on spaghetti, B. Bro, I, my mom was eating spaghetti while I was in the womb, and I've been eating spaghetti ever since. Yeah, bro. Bro, oh leftover spaghetti, like two, three days in a row, bro. Come on now, son. Come on <laughs> now, son. One of these days, we're going to talk about how leftovers be hitting more than the first day, too. <laughs> Some leftovers. Some leftovers. The leftovers that you got to eat right away, then the leftovers that you, you give it like two days. Two days, yeah. But, yeah. um... Yeah, we going too we much. Really, we going through. Yeah, we really we don't got shit else to talk about. We just over here drawing, bro. <laughs> but uh, because food's just great and it's so easy yeah. to talk about. Yeah, food it's is sex for real, so real. fucking good. Oh my God. Yes. But uh, from us at the SDP, we bid you adieu. We'll see y'all next week. Uh, Have a also, week. If you haven't checked out our, uh, she good here. Yeah? You good? No, keep going, keep going. Yeah, I'm gonna put it in the chat thing. I don't want to say it all If you haven't, if you haven't uh, checked out our bonus episode about everything that's been going on, where we kind of explain 
all the current events, um, all the protests and stuff like that. Go check that out. Uh, go check out our our back catalog. It's on Spotify, Apple. Shout out to all our listeners, all our YouTube viewers. Shout out to everybody in Germany and the UK that's rocking with us. Peace. Man, shout out to y'all, man.